Destinations Beyond Expectations is powered by Group Experience. Visit groupexperience.com to learn how to build your travel tribe. What's going on? This is your host, Stevie G, and you are listening to DBE, the podcast designed for students of travel. I would love if you could take a second to give Destinations Beyond Expectations a follow on Instagram and a like on Facebook. And no matter where you're listening, go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button. If your family decides to visit the Caribbean, you can enjoy a vacation with an emphasis on relaxation and easy accessibility for food, drinks, and entertainment. You can plan more of an adventurous trip that includes sightseeing, snorkeling, and other excursions, or you can do a little bit of both. How you choose to plan your time in the Caribbean might be key to deciding whether you want to stay at a resort or a hotel. My guest today is Lee from MangoTreeTravel.com. Lee gives us insight on what some of the differences are between hotels and resorts, and we chat about some of her favorite accommodation options in the Caribbean and the things that they do to make the guest experience an amazing one. Lee's Mango Tree Travel website is a great resource for anyone looking to plan a Caribbean getaway with their families, so make sure to check the show notes to learn more about MangoTreeTravel.com. I really enjoyed learning about hotels and resorts in the Caribbean, so let's get to the show. Here's my chat with Lee. Lee, welcome to Destinations Beyond Expectations. Actually, welcome back to Destinations Beyond Expectations. It's so great to see you again. How are you? Same. Thank you. I was um, just thinking about the last podcast that we did together and how much fun it was and how excited I was to be back to do another episode. So I'm glad that we got to do this again. I've been well. And you? I'm doing well. And likewise, it was it was thinking about the last time we recorded the podcast. So much fun. And I'm so glad to have you back on the show. Um, and today, you know, we're going to be talking about lodging options in the Caribbean. And we'll be breaking down hotels versus resorts to hopefully give the listeners a little bit of insight on what option might be the best fit for them as they plan their next Caribbean family getaway. And, you know, you, of course, are super knowledgeable about hotels and resorts in the Caribbean. And I want to start by asking you two simple questions. What is a hotel and what is a resort? Sure. Um, It's amazing to me when I was thinking about uh, writing a post on this, Stevie, that uh, how many people actually ask that question because it's very unclear. And I think that the line has blurred between them more and more in recent times. But traditionally, a resort is meant to create an experience for the guests. It is meant to be a place that you could go and have everything you need like at your fingertips, whether it's with the beach, the pool, five restaurants, entertainment, um, exercise facilities, a spa, all of the things that you need for a relaxing getaway. Um, and a hotel is usually used to describe simply a place to rest your head at night, right? Like when you're on a business trip, you need somewhere to sleep at night, you want a hotel. Now, obviously, the lines have started to blur a lot between those because these days, most hotels also have a restaurant and have many of the amenities that we traditionally think of as associated with a resort. Um, And many resorts that have all of these things to offer call themselves hotels and not resorts. So it's sort of a hard label to apply. But that's the general distinction is whether you're going to a place where the accommodation is a big part of your experience where that's going to be where you spend most of your time and have most of your fun or are you thinking of it as just more of the place to rest your head between exploring or whatever else um, you're doing on your trip and i'm thinking i don't know if you'd agree with me or not probably uh but you know i'm thinking 
the the fact that the lines have blurred is probably a good thing because we have a lot of options now, right? Yes. Yeah, so many, so many. Um, and that was sort of one of the reasons I wanted to think about that topic is I I think, not that I think, I mean, in the, when families start to think in particular about going to the Caribbean, um, I think that the default that comes to mind is this idea of like a big resort, right? With like several towers of rooms and five pools and three restaurants and three beaches. And sometimes that's a great option. Um, and is exactly what a family might want to get away. But there are so many other variations on that, all the way down to small, tiny hotels that can still provide amazing, and in my opinion, perhaps a better and more amazing experience, depending on what you're going for. And I, it's part of my goal with Mango Tree is to make sure that parents who are maybe more interested in that type of experience can find it, because those are harder to find. Sure. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about resorts for a second or stay on the kind of the resort side of the spectrum. Sure. What are some of the reasons, like the compelling reasons uh, for someone to consider booking a resort stay for their family on a visit to to the Caribbean over like a hotel? Yeah, I think the biggest one is ease and relaxation. Uh, especially parents with young kids, but you know many people in different phases of life, whether you're going through something busy at work or um, something else in your life, just need a break. And at that moment in time, you may not necessarily be interested in the most cultural experience for that particular vacation. You just want a beach and a pool and entertainment for your kids and a kids club uh, and something where you can just get off the plane, be there, and once you're there, not have to think about anything else. For the rest of your trip, where the biggest decision you have to make is which of the five restaurants to go to. At a uh, level of ease and um, of letting go of any need to plan is really appealing, I think, to a lot of people, uh, depending on the time in your life and especially to a lot of families. They can also be more cost effective. You know, like it's, it's strange to me, it's like that sometimes these big resorts that have everything included, once you factor it all in, are more affordable than perhaps a more like authentic or unique experience or a hotel, depending on the ones you're looking at. That's interesting. Uh, can you talk yeah. through a couple of your favorite Caribbean resorts and describe, you know, what they do to make the experience special for guests? So, you know, the listeners can kind of have an image in their mind of, you know, the resort experience. Yeah. Uh, I would say that one of my favorite resorts that I've ever visited is called Beckway Beach Hotel which again, called a hotel, but really a resort in St. Vincent and the Grenadines. And it's on a small island called Beckway. It's a little bit hard to get to, but uh, totally worth the journey. It is a resort that has two restaurants on site, but a third restaurant um, at a nearby beach that they're affiliated with that you can get to. So you have access to two beaches, three beautiful pools. It has this beautiful garden in the middle of the property with standalone um, cottages that you can rent with families. So you have a two bedroom cottage and you can walk right out onto this beautiful garden, walk to the pool and the restaurant. Uh, And what made it stand out to me is I'll never forget um, on that particular journey, the airline lost our suitcases and I was traveling with two small children and uh, we lost a lot of our important um, stuff, including like the baby's formula and all of our kids clothes. And the, the staff at Beckway Beach Hotel went out of their way to make sure that we had everything we needed. They knew our kids' names by the end of the trip or by the, really by the second day of the trip. And we're always constantly checking to make sure that our kids were considered were okay and treated them like real guests and not like burdens. 
which is one of the reasons I love that hotel so much. But uh, I also love it because the food at the restaurant was sort of more authentic Caribbean food. It wasn't just like eggs and bacon for breakfast. Like you actually did feel a connection to the local destination, even though you were staying at a resort and mostly on property the whole stay. Sounds like an amazing experience and it was so cool that they were able to accommodate and really uh, help you out there. That shows the level of their customer service. That's one my one my one of my big tips for when you, when you're trying to decide where to stay, whether it's a hotel or a resort, is to read all of their traveler reviews and see how many of them mention like the staff members like by name and talk about like the the staff because it's the people that can really make your experience, especially at a resort where you're going there to have your experience and the people that you meet are going to be the people who are at that resort. That can really make a big difference in your overall like takeaway. Sure. So, I mean, we've talked now about the resort side of things, but as we've sort of alluded to, hotels can be a good fit uh, for the right scenario for a family in the Caribbean. Talk about that a little bit. Like, how can Caribbean hotels be the better fit for certain families? You know, for me, it was, I learned this a bit on a spectrum. I started by um, trying out smaller resorts. Like, we think of resorts and we think of these big, huge properties with hundreds of rooms, but there are some resorts that are closer to the hotel side of things that are maybe still have all of the amenities and all of the things you need, um, but are smaller and more intimate and have like a bit more of an authentic feel. And so one of my favorites in that space that kind of crosses the line between hotels and resorts is Mount Cinnamon in Grenada. It's only a 40 room hotel or resort, but it does still have like a kids club and babysitting is offered. You know, it's one pool, one restaurant, one beautiful beach, right? Rather than necessarily this huge selection of amenities, but it also is on a beach that you can leave and walk to other restaurants and explore other things. And that's why I think hotels start to become more and more what I gravitate to, because when I go to the Caribbean, I like to get out and explore beyond the walls of the resort. And whereas resorts are often designed to be this sort of like all contained, self-contained experience, as you veer closer towards the hotel side of things, there is more of an ability to get out, see more, uh, and then still have a very comfortable and friendly and relaxed place to go back to at the end of the day. Are there any more like hotels that you'd like to name drop? Just great experiences you've had. There's so many. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the one I was, the one I think about a lot actually that has come to mind. We went to Curacao uh, at the end of the summer, and we. Um, we really like when we travel to maybe do a little bit of a mix of both, like a few nights with the kids at a resort uh, where you're just kind of relaxing and then a few nights with the kids at some somewhere more that feels more like just a hotel where you're using it as a home base to go and explore. And the hotel we stayed at in Curacao is called Scuba Lodge and it's um, primarily a destination for scuba divers, um, obviously given the name, but it, it was so wonderful with kids also because they had two bedroom apartments that families could use. It had a tiny pool, uh, but that was enough because we spent most of our days exploring the island and all you wanted when you came home, you didn't need direct beach access if you were visiting beaches all day and you didn't need a huge pool. It was like a small pool where you could cool off. They had a great restaurant right on the water with a playground in the restaurant. Um, And so when we would come home from our adventures at the end of each day, the kids had exactly what they needed for relaxed and unwind but no more than that, right? It wasn't It wasn't going to be a place where we would spend our whole day, but it was perfect 
for the few hours in the morning and at night that we were there. Perfect. Now, if you're out there listening to this episode, you should scroll down in the show notes where you'll find a link to Lee's article called Hotels vs. Resorts. What's the difference anyways? It pairs great with the conversation we're having. And it's one of many great reads on Lee's website, mangotreetravel.com. Lee, I think mangotreetravel.com is such a fantastic website, as I mentioned to you earlier before we recorded, and I genuinely mean that. And it's just a wonderful resource for families planning a trip to the Caribbean. Can you tell the listeners more about Mango Tree Travel? Yeah, thank you. I really thank you for saying that. And I'm so glad that you uh, continue to visit the site and are reading the articles. Um, I launched Mango Tree Travel because I had reached the point where I thought that travel planning for families had just gotten completely unruly and hard to do. And because the only hotels that I could easily find for trips with my family were the sort of like mediocre resorts in the Caribbean that are not the great resorts and not the unique cool hotels, um, but something in the middle that I was not as interested in. And uh, Mango Tree Travel is supposed to be a resource for families who are looking for something um, a little bit more unique, whether it is like a great small resort or a little boutique hotel um, or whatever they want for their Caribbean experience. Uh, the website's designed to make it easier for them to find it. It's, it's an awesome resource. And how can listeners stay connected with Mango Tree on social media? Uh, yeah, I'm on Instagram uh, at Mango Tree Travel. And uh, that's the best one for now. I'm practicing on TikTok, but I can't say that I would suggest that you follow me there yet. Uh, so stick with Instagram. It's like much better. Uh, and I'd love to, to hear from anyone who it. Cool. Well, Lee, thanks so much again for coming on the show. It's been a great conversation and I really appreciate you sharing your knowledge about hotels and resorts in the Caribbean. Awesome. Thanks, dude. A big DBE thank you to Lee for coming on the show. You can learn more about mangotreetravel.com by checking the show notes for this episode. Be sure to visit groupexperience.com, the official home of Destinations Beyond Expectations, to learn more about building your travel tribe. DBE also has a website, dbetravel.com, which has the complete episode library, some fun blogs to explore, and more. If you haven't checked out Destinations Beyond Expectations on Facebook yet, now is a great time to pop over there and give the page a like. It's a great way to stay connected with the podcast. No matter where you're listening, if you don't mind hitting that subscribe or follow button, that would be super, super helpful and much appreciated. And a friendly reminder, if you like the show, pass the podcast along to someone you know who loves the world of travel. I love watching this podcast grow, and there's always room for more students of travel to be part of the podcast community. I want to invite you to like one more page, and that page is Group Travel Odyssey, where every Thursday I'm part of another destination-based show called Destination Dispatch. The show is a live stream, and you can catch it by following Group Travel Odyssey on Facebook or subscribing to Group Travel Odyssey on YouTube. Well, that is all I've got. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and I will talk to you soon.